0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: Hello, welcome to Not Without My Sister, the podcast where two very insightful and intelligent sisters, well, one, me, Rosemary McCabe, I'm sorry I was about to say, McCabe. where two very insightful and intelligent sisters do not make any kind of... Entrance, and instead, you're going to have to listen to myself and my sister, Beatrice and Rosemary. If you don't know already, we have now got a Patreon where for five dollars a month, you can sign up and get a super special extra party bonus episode every single week. So some months you'll get five for just five dollars a month. That's at patreon.com/not without my sister. Today we thought we would talk about how we feel about emigration. Now that I'm an old hand having been in America for a year and a half, and you're an even older hand having emigrated how long ago? 20 years What? 16 ah, years 17, 17 years, years. face Yeah. <laughs> <That's almost> 20 <laughs> years 20 something years 21 is- years Yeah 21 years and I still think I'm going back. You're not. I am. The L Sod. You know, people very frequently ask me, like, what'll you do if Beatrice goes back? When? Get it in your head. When? What'll you do? What will you, what'll you come do? Back. When no, you no. What what's gonna happen is you No. The plan is and I'm <sighs> in a ray. What'll you do? No, the plan the plan is you're gonna get your citizenship. Mom and dad are gonna get their old people green cards. And then we're all going to be here and delighted. I'm going to be in Ireland. They're going to be six months here and six months there, and then we'll all be delighted. I don't think they'd be delighted with that. They'd be delighted. You mean bring his plane over every six months? He if he gets a green card, oh yeah, he can be here.
2: here All the time. No
1: Zoom. Yeah, they they don't want to come over here. Like they don't have their friends and their social circles, and they're they're too old to be starting over in a country. How dare you? But I mean, like they have such robust social circles. They're not coming over. They're not coming here to live, They'll come, but at least a green card would allow them to come whenever they want, yes. for however long they want. Especially yeah. as we're discovering now during this pandemic, not having a green card is a major barrier to entry. Correct. And uh, Don and I recently went to look at our passports and realized that nearly all of them are out of date and the baby doesn't have one yet. So we have to go and renew them. She and won't be gone anywhere for a while with the well, kids. Well, we'd go to Ireland to see Grand and Grandpa if they can't come Even here. Even if the kids weren't vaccinated, would you go, to think? No, I would prefer not to, yeah. right? So I think it'll be a while. So don't worry. About but I mean, wearing masks, I potentially would. Yes, I would bring them like if if President Biden as mother, mother's best friend, Joe, 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 mom's best friend, Joe, I mean, can't even. So we were planning to see if there was any way to get in to get mom and dad in. You know, recently there was an announcement that ban on travel, incoming travel from the Schengen areas was not about to be lifted. And we had inquired as to, you know, what we might need to submit in terms of papers, etc., documents. To get a humanitarian exemption through the embassy in yes. Dublin, basically, yeah. So I'm talking to mom on the phone. I go, have you got that letter from your doctor? Absolutely, And she there's no chance of us getting that. And I go, okay, well, like, we actually don't know that. Could you get the letter? I was actually probably very cross, to be quite honest, and then had to call up and apologize when I got home and realized she sent me a bunch of flowers, felt like an absolute bitch. But anyway, and she was delighted as well. She didn't send the flowers in relation to that conversation. Just no, understand it. I they mean were it was, separate. But it was a 10-minute conversation. Like it was 10 minutes later that the flowers were here. No, no, but just so that our listeners know. She, like she wasn't like, they Oh, were I too had a fight unre- with my daughter, no. I must send her flowers. Unrelated She's not that kind of unrelated. So so it was extra bad because she'd been thinking such nice things about me that she sent me a bunch of flowers and then I was having a fight with her on the phone. Anyway, you bitch. I know. And I go, Mom, like, seriously, you know, we have to try what we like, whatever we can to try and get you over here. It's been too long. It's been nearly two years. She goes, well, I'm thinking I'll write to Joe. Maybe she meant Joe Duffy. She did not mean Joe Duffy. I, I said know she didn't. No, she goes, the president. She goes, although probably he won't answer it. Probably like his secretary will read it. I'm like, why is it easier to write to Joe Biden than it is to ask your doctor for a letter? Yeah, but also, as you said, like... What would, like, do you think Joe Biden would say, okay, well, I can see here that you've got a letter from the embassy asking for X, Y, Z. Did you send them those things? She'd be like, ah, no. (laughs) That was too much work. I just thought I'd write to you. Yeah, exactly. thought I'd write to you, Joe, because you're from Ireland. But also, I love how mom, like, having seen, as you said, having seen us go through the rigmarole of applying for visas and the documentation that you need, she was like, oh, they've asked for a lot of stuff. Yeah. And most of it was from us. So yeah. I don't even know and what the problem was. It was just like you write a letter explaining your circumstances. I write a letter. I get a letter from my doctor saying like, I am indeed pregnant. and It would be great to have family here. I haven't you done know. mine yet. Yeah, I haven't done mine yet, even though it's given out to her. I, I haven't have do done mine. mine yet either. But, if, <laughs> but that's because I'm like, mom's I not going to do hers on, for weeks. I plan on doing it. I like, did ask my doctor. Yeah, good job. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> so all that to say, yeah, I, I don't think they would ever come and live here. I think it would. I just doesn't think it would make sense. Like they have such... Massive social circles Friends Dad's a member of SAC Of course he is It's not SAC anymore It's Eyeless Oh Are you even Are you even his daughter It's Irish Light Irish Light Aircraft Society 21 years Rosemary 21 years No don't listen when dad talks He he never talks to you. He doesn't talk to to me He doesn't text me And he doesn't reply to my text. No he doesn't He doesn't text me either Unless I send him pictures Of baked goods Or say something about Brandon Or as in yesterday When I send an acronym That is actually a curse Which I really enjoyed WTF Mother writes back Pull it up there. Mother writes back, What does this mean? That was actually, actually very ridiculous. enjoyable. It was ridiculous. And my favourite was but she knows what it means. My of course she does. So she good. was just being facetious. She got she got more than she expected, I'll tell you. She goes, What's what's WTF? Beatrice says, What's Tuesday for? Mom says, why try first? <laughs> I say, Whose turn, father? Beatrice says, wet tight front bum. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did say that. Dad says, water the flowers. I, in response to Beatrice's wet tight front bump said, Beatrice, honestly, why lower the tone? Beatrice says, why, thanks, friend. What's that for? Philip says, will this fit? I said, too far, dad. Jesus. And a vomit emoji. And then Beatrice says, Rosemary, way too far. That was the end of that Yeah and mom like Didn't, didn't even answer again She obviously no, just Rolled her eyes and left on. She, Yeah she went on To read the newspaper then She's so annoying So those are the only Kinds of texts That will get any kind Of engagement from dad Yeah a good pun Yeah so unless we get His green card He's never going to Talk to us again We're never going to hear The sound of his dulcet tones again And he's at home Getting, getting so thin That we oh, better he's get him Over his here. cucumbers Well his clothes are falling off We better get him over here Pronto <laughs> Before he's like In no state To travel anymore I've forgotten what he looks like You know what's funny Who was, who was asking me the other day Anyway just, just like talking about emigrating And talking about moving over here And I was saying to whoever I was talking to I was like If I had known Because when I came over I was like Okay I'm coming over on this O1 visa What is this wisdom about to be What is this Shh, wisdom s- If if you wait I might get to finish it and tell you I'm coming over on this O1 visa It's a three year visa I'm dating this guy Like I'm going to do my writing from America Let's see how it goes it was very kind of open in my mind. And, and I probably assumed I would come home. You know what I mean? That I was like, I'll go over for a year or two. I'll end up back in Ireland. And also my original plan was I was like, going to come back in May for a friend's wedding. I was going to come back in September again. I was, mom and dad were going to come over for Christmas. If I had known that I wouldn't get home for now, it'll probably be two years minimum, really, because I won't want to fly. I basically won't want to go through an airport with COVID with a baby, Right. If somebody had said to me, "Okay, you can get this visa, you can go over, you can date this guy, you can do your writing, but you cannot come home for two years," I would never have come. And now, and oh, like now, I'm so glad I did. Like, obviously, I'm so glad I did. So much has happened. Like, I'm so happy with where I am now. An award-winning Delighted podcast. <laughs> an award-winning podcast. What award? Listen, that's just the way the world works. Now you oh, right. say it, and that makes it. Oh sound. yeah, an well, award-winning podcast. Yes, that's called manifesting. Yeah, we're manifesting an award-winning Correct. podcast. A to be best-selling book, a genius baby, <laughs> a devoted, loving and caring and pampering husband. Okay, you're getting a bit carried two away Two very now. well-behaved stepchildren. Oh, Like a gorgeous new house, a dog whose toenails never like cut to the quick when he jumps up <laughs> on you. A cat who doesn't attack you. Oh yeah, yeah. A c- cat who absolutely loves me and never tries to bite me. <laughs> All these things I would never have had. Hey, what about us? Oh yeah, you guys. Thanks Thanks <laughs> Yeah You'd have none of those things No but also like An almost completed book <laughs> An almost Yeah An almost completed book I would also not have Like The great relationship That we now have Which like we We've always We've always had, had a good relationship a But like Great relationship Yeah but like I, We're closer now than we ever have I know because you've matured a lot Since you came over here <sighs> Oh, no. you were very you were very frivolous before. You didn't understand real life. Now that you're here and you have all the things that you mentioned, bug off! Ago, <laughs> now you understand what it's like not to just be me, me, me. You were very frivolous before. Your nostrils are going ninety. Which <laughs> you actually, bog off! You're so annoying. But now you have to like put other people first. So you I really understand. Don't. You understand the sacrifice involved. Oh my god! Should have being... seen, seen the sulks the other day when I came down and realized the two kids had eaten my favorite cereal. Finished oh, it. Oh my god! I was in a rage. Were you really? Well, I was cuz it was this like organic bran flakes that I read that they don't like and they had asked for it for their breakfast and like their dad had just should just have known that they don't like it. So then they ended up with two big mushy bowls of it in the sink. Sounds like you did your favor sounds gross. That was nice. I really like bran flakes. Anyway, the point is yeah, like when I came I never imagined that I would be coming Did we with say no married? Back, did we say I mean? did we say finally the ring on the finger? <laughs> no, we didn't. Finally the ring on the finger the the signature on the certificate. Preg. Pregnant, yeah. Well, I said with with a soon to be genius. Oh, baby. you did say that. You did say that. Yeah. But yeah, and I, oh oh, oh yeah, you know what it was? I was I was talking to Brandon's grandma about this because so we went over to his grandma's house to watch to, to who? Brandon's grandma. Well, his Baba actually is what he calls her. Grandma is what she said. Grandma. Okay. Brandon's grandma. Because so we went over to watch his cousin was in the Olympics. I very know. impressive. You would have had wouldn't a very had impressive it. athletic family. <laughs> <But> exactly. <that's laughs> never before not in my life. No. <laughs> and, and never could have imagined it. But yeah. No, but I, we can go ahead and play badminton in a minute. Oh, stop. I'm too pregnant. Too, too tired. Anyway, yeah, I was, to, I was talking to his grandma and saying, like, I, this is dramatic, but like, I almost feel like it's in the olden days. You know, when like people would get the boat to America and know that they're never going home because it's too expensive and it's too long. And I'm like, I could never have done that because I because I always have felt like such a homebody and like, oh, I can't be away from home for more than three months or six months Plus, or whatever. Plus, you've seen Titanic. Uh, yeah, but like, if if it was back in the olden days, I wouldn't have seen Titanic. Correct. But you have seen, I'm saying, so of course you couldn't go on one of those ships. Well, I was actually thinking of getting one of those ships over when I was looking into ways of getting Quillon over. Because you can bring her over on the QE2, but it's ridiculously expensive. Oh, is it? God, that sounds nice, though. I know, it would be nice, wouldn't it? Would it? Very luxurious. Would I be getting sick? Well, hopefully not. And hopefully no icebergs. Well, I mean, touch wood, it'd be nice. Well, and climate no, change, nice. who knows? Probably icebergs all floating around now, ready to attack you. No, I think there's no icebergs now. That's the whole point. But aren't they like detached from the solid mass? They're probably floating around oh, sh- ready to charge you mean. You at any moment. Uh, what do they call them? Ice sheets or something? Ice floats. Is that a drink? That's a drink. Okay. Okay. Keep going. We're we're getting off on a very sorry, stupid, Mr. Tangent. Sorry, Mr. Curry. Very my, low in geography. Tangent. My geography's <laughs> left me. So, sorry, Mr. Dempsey. <laughs> um. Yeah, but, and like, in a way, it's been nice because I think if I had been going back home, home and back and home and back, I probably would be a lot more homesick. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think I'd probably go home for two weeks and be like, oh, delighted and delighted to see everyone and delighted to eat all the pastries. (laughs) And then I'd be back here going, oh, the shit bread. But you wouldn't be eating any of those things because you're saying if there was no pandemic. If there was no pandemic and I was able to go home, I think it it actually not being able to go home for the last year and a half has meant that I kind of had to settle in more and quicker. You know what I mean? I understand has made you extend your Uhtarad roots under Fort Wayne. So now you are a homebody here versus a homebody there. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, Your home has, your body has homed here. Yeah, I think I've settled in a lot more than I would have if I was breaking up my time with going home. Um, And also it's kind of because because when I first came over, I was like, oh my God, I'll have to go home at least two, if not three times a year. Whereas now I'm kind of like, I'll go home once or twice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I feel much more relaxed about it now in a weird way. That's not to say that I'm like, it's been great and I'm so glad I haven't been able to go home. But I suppose if I'm looking for the silver linings, those are they. And like, how do you feel? Like, you've been in America, obviously, way longer than me. Like, do you feel like this is your home now? Obviously not, because you're still talking about going home. Yeah, I don't. And do you think you, like, have, do you think you ever have? Or do you think, is it because you have never let yourself, do you know what I mean? Because you've always gone, you always have it in the back of your head that you're going to go home. No, I think the last couple of years have just been very polarizing, right, politically. And we're living in the Midwest, which is definitely not a liberal enclave. Probably felt much more at home in New York where, I mean, honestly, you know, people talk about like, we lived in a bubble or like, those guys live in a bubble. I'm like, give him, give me back my bubble quite happily. Yeah, I was happy living in my great. bubble. Yeah. Would you go so, back to New York? Um, no, probably not like with, with the kids, you know, I think it would be a lot of like, it's easy to live here. It is very yeah. easy to live in Fort Wayne. I do like Fort Wayne, but I mean, I think just the, the like the American politics I miss, I miss the Irish humor. I Mm -hmm. miss, I miss Irish food. I miss Irish bread, which everybody's probably sick of us talking about. I miss mom and dad. You know, I miss, I really miss for my kids. I miss them having extended family. family, yeah. Like Don and I were talking this morning because obviously now we don't know when mom and dad are going to come. Obviously we were hoping that they would be here. Ideally they will still be here before your baby arrives. We hope, we don't know. But I was really expecting them to be able to be here by August or September, Mm -hmm. you know. And I was saying, this never occurred to me. I was saying to Don, like when mom and dad, like in 10 years time or 20, well, 20 years time in 20 years time, when mom and dad like are not around anymore, just terrible things to think about. But who do we like, this will be our life. Do you know what I mean? And it feels not vast in terms of the people that we know in the social circle that we have.
2: Mm.
1: Like I do have friends, but I don't know, like not having family, like I have you now, which is very nice. I'm still kind of not used to that, you know? So yeah. But having like having extended family cousins, you can drop into cups of tea that you can just say, I'm coming over to you on a Saturday, like my head's wrecked and I'm coming over or let's meet up for coffee. Let's like I miss that. I miss Dublin. I miss the culture of like the Irish culture. It's very I miss the ability to drive places, you know, in an hour and be somewhere interesting. Well, not if you, li- yeah, I mean, from where well, from where we lived, but if you live in Dublin City Centre, you drive an hour, you're still in Dublin City Centre now. Yeah, but like, you're probably still also somewhere interesting. Like, there's stuff to do everywhere you oh, go, yeah, whereas yeah, here yeah, you I could drive me. for five hours to get to, like, a cornfield in the middle yes. of Yes. You know, I mean, or, I mean, or, you know, somebody said something about Fort Wayne's great. Fort Wayne's amazing because we're two and a half hours away from lots of really interesting places. And I was like, two and a half hours? That's my summer holiday. That's the full drive. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, I li- I do like it. I appreciate all of the opportunity here and I appreciate, but I really miss the, like it's, I felt the same living in Paris and Italy as well, is there's just a shared culture that I don't understand, like that I don't have mm-hmm. access to, like that shared, There, I think there is a word for it, but like there's a whole, especially in Italy, I felt like the in-jokes, the the shared cultural knowledge that you have from growing up as a baby, yeah. you don't have, like my kids... I watched, uh, it's called Song of the Sea. Is that that really Mm -hmm. adorable cartoon Mm -hmm. that I cried so hard? Of course. Can barely believe it. I know. I cried so hard. I watched with my kids. And like every time one of them would be like, I need popcorn. I need to go to the toilet. I was like, sit down and embrace your heritage. (laughs) But like, (laughs) at the end of it, I went off on a big buying spree of like books about Irish lore and Irish culture. Because I'm like, they don't understand that. They don't have that. They don't. Like, we just understand who is Cucullan, who is Setanta. Like, we understand all those things. And they're all references that when you read even the newspaper, like Mm -hmm. all these references are alluded to, like not necessarily those specific ones, but like the culture of being Irish, that even if you move somewhere when you're 20, you can't immerse yourself in that. Like that's by osmosis, you've learned those things, you know, Yeah, yeah, from growing up. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm sad about that for my kids, like that they don't have that they could still have it, but they don't have it now. Yeah. Maybe I should be doing a better job giving it to them.
2: Not but then sad I wonder, that not like, Irish
1: dancing. at what age, like, if if you moved home to Ireland in the next five years, will Nash always feel like he's American? Probably. Yeah, I know. And well, I think that's one of the big things. I mean, I think it depends, like, how immersed, how much he enjoys Ireland, how yeah, yeah. how much he enjoys. I think he would really enjoy being with his cousins, and like, there are a lot of cousins his age or a little bit older. You know. Well, so, his his first his cousins once removed yeah. or whatever yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah, like, but the extended family yeah. yeah exactly so but I think yeah there's a certain tipping point what is that threshold I'd actually love if anybody has any thoughts on that if anybody has lived abroad with you know their kids yeah. and moved home I, I think there's a moment where I'm like I don't want him I don't want to it would be pointless to move to Ireland and have Nash going like I just can't wait to be moving back to the States so, I know yeah uh, which like I think when he's like 15, 16 mm-hmm. that probably will be what will yeah so like I was even thinking about going to secondary school can you join mid- Mid secondary school, like, would it just be too hard to pick up like what's going on in biology? What is going on oh, in this yeah. geography? Like, it's an entirely different curriculum. You wouldn't have to do Irish. That'd be a, like an advantage for. Right? Would you not? No. If 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 you are if you've lived in a foreign country up to a certain point, you're, you 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 get an exemption. Oh really? Yeah. There was an English girl in our secondary school who joined like at one point and didn't have to do Irish. Oh. Which like thank God because like. Not thank God. Like I'd love him to learn Irish, but imagine how hard it would be. Yeah, to but go then from if he ever wants nothing. to be a teacher or a policeman, he has to do it anyway, doesn't he? Do you he, know what? He, he no, announced? he doesn't have to do it for the guards anymore because you can oh, be uh, you can be born in a different country and become a guard now. Oh, that's good. So you don't have to do the well, Irish, but to be a teacher, yeah. I'm only saying this because like he announced the other day, yesterday actually, that he's thinking of going to college, which is the first time ever. I thought he told someone he was going to Yale recently. No, he told he? yeah, he told a friend of his he was going to Harvard, and I was like, are you? Because I'm not saving for that. So. Maybe, maybe he'll get a sports scholarship. He's getting good at the badminton. He's <laughs> a very good swimmer. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not sure. Well, like he's a good swimmer, but I don't think he's going to get into college on a scholarship on the, the current the current swimming levels. He's going to do lessons. That's all I mean. What? Are you going to be this encouraging with your own child? Yeah. God's grace, really, really encouraging. Thanks No, for that. I'm going to be like you're going to Indiana. You're going to IU. Because. Well, you it's could cheaper. move back to Ireland. Would yeah. you move back to Ireland? I know Brandon has kids, but like assuming they're grown up, you know, And because I mean, the thing is, the reality is like we talk about our kids this way, but by the time your kid is, is older, like they'll be, have flown the nest, they could be living in Europe for all you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's very attached to his family though. He, Yeah, he is very, but I mean, like, boohoo, I'm very attached to my family. <laughs> we can go and live in my family for a while. <laughs> That's true. You could go for a while. You don't have to go yeah, forever. I mean, I talk about it sometimes that I'm like, when the kids are 18 now we Will we'll like go back to Ireland? Like, I think he's open to it that he'd be like, I'll go back for, you know, like I'd go for a couple of years and see if we like it. But I think because he's from Fort Wayne and it's, I mean, I'm thinking of the practical things. There's such a low cost of living here. I think that would be a huge culture shock. That would so be a huge shock. shock for the two of us. And um, the minute petrol goes up by one penny every American like freaks out and I'm going I his dad was just talking about that the other day it's literally like the gas prices. a fraction of, what is it a I quarter know. of the cost of like oh my God, filling up your it's ridiculous yeah your car here I think I I mean this just shows now what a bad environmentalist I am I pay the same amount to fill up my 5.5 litre car here that I did to fill up my 1.2 at home like it's the difference is staggering yeah so I think that kind of stuff like depending on I mean listen ideally in 10 years time 12 years time, which is when the kids will be 18. Our podcast will be earning us my favourite murder levels of money. In which case we won't need to worry about the cost of living anywhere, really. In which case I'll definitely move back home and I'll be able to do Vicar Street all by myself. We'll, we'll, we'll zoom you in on a big screen. I'll be a holograph. Yeah. A holograph. A hologram.
2: <laughs> I was like, what? What's wrong with that?
1: I'll be a hologram. God, you'd be a gas hologram. Can you imagine? I'd walk through you every second just for the laugh. Oh, that would be so annoying. I'd be mid-sentence and you'd be like, Ha-ha! <laughs> look at me. Um, yeah. So I think, I think he would be open to living in Ireland for a while. But yeah, I think he is very, I mean, like he's not very American in that, like America's the best country in the world. I love America in the way that like, I feel like a lot of his friends are. And a lot of people I've met here are like, America's the greatest place on earth. And you're like, that's the biggest trick that they've. American exceptionalism. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. I do wonder, though, what makes people feel settled. Like, what would... Because I do I do wonder if I went back to Ireland, would I be looking to move again in five mm. years? Like, we've been... We've, I've been... we've, I haven't had, like, a place that I've stayed a very long time. This is the longest I've stayed since I was yeah. 21. And I really... I do actually really like it. I really like, you know, my house. I really like the fact that you're here. I like all my friends. I like my job. But I suppose I these kind of existential questions of like, what's it all about? Do you know, what's life yeah. all about? Especially with an event like the pandemic makes you think, what are you valuing? What are you caring about? You know, and I think how but if but I worry that if I went back to Ireland, would I be in five years' time going, Okay, what's next? Like yeah. I don't know how I feel, how I how I Don and I become rooted somewhere anymore. I do have a very, what's the word, like a restlessness. Like, have you just become a kind of a nomadic? Like, do you just living a nomadic life even, you know, in your head, like theoretically? Like, I have a friend who lived in the Middle East for I think 10 or 12 years and then moved home. She was essentially like, you know, I really miss home and, and she has a son and she was like, I really want him to be at home. Kind of like all the things you're saying. And they moved home and they were at home for about a year and then I think they went back the Middle East, but the, 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 I think they basically came home and they they thought. I mean, I'm putting words in her mouth now, but I think you know she was like, we'll come home and we'll have family, we'll have friends, and we'll have this and she was like, But actually, her fa- like some of her families in Galway, some of her families in Cork. A lot of her friends are in different areas. They all have their own lives. Everybody's very busy, and she was like, "We actually didn't have as great a social life as I thought we would." And she had she enjoyed it more in the Middle East because they kind of lived in compounds, so there was more of a social life around that with expats if you know what I mean so they left and went back to the Middle East but I think they were there less than a year and now they're back in Ireland apparently for good oh so they kind of had a bit of a you know like oh we want to be home but it's not actually it doesn't feel as much like home as I thought it would so we'll go back but then actually no I still miss home so I don't know I don't know what'll happen like I don't know what they'll do next but I wonder like can you then settle after so long of kind of moving around you know what I mean yeah And I do wonder I don't know that I have an idea of what it would be like anymore you know I think I'm it might be better to go back now with the kids etc because I'm I don't have the same expectations like I know my friends are all living in different places and mm-hmm. have their own lives whereas I think when I was probably in my 20s I want I would have expected to come back and slot right in yeah to the way it was whereas now I don't know that I have those expectations I think I'm more like what would it be like where where would I yeah, go I also what, what would I do you know, what job would I have, et cetera. Oh my God, you could flip houses. That'd probably be very lucrative in Ireland right now. It's also very expensive to do. Oh, very expensive, yeah, you're right. And let's say all the contractors are like, I know I'm booked out till 2024. Probably, yeah. But I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I it's, more for the, it's more for the connectivity of the people and mm-hmm. obviously the sense of humour is gas. But you know what? That's interesting that, like the kind of sense of Irishness is so important. And yet... You've never really thought that out in America. Sure you haven't. Like I said, you haven't ever really joined any like Irish clubs or like tried to meet up with the Irish community in certain areas or like neither of us have. I remember somebody telling me that there's an Irish barman who works in J.K. O'Donnell's and I was like, I'm not going like to find him. Do you know what I mean? Well, I did work in the Irish pub in Milan and I loved it, but only Milanese, only Italian people went there, right? Oh, yeah. Um, So so it was grand because I was actually like an authentic Irish person for the Italians to enjoy. (laughs) But I, I suppose I've always felt like I, there, there was a big Irish community in New York. Yeah. But I didn't really like, I mean, lots of people were very involved in that, you know. And I mean, yeah. I had Irish friends in New York and they would do a lot of these Irish community things and hang out with a lot of predominantly Irish people. But I mean, I suppose I always felt like, what's the point I should then... Why am I here having a, a an American experience if I'm gonna hang out with Irish people? I mean, like I said, I did have Irish friends. Obviously Julie's yeah, yeah, Irish, loads, you know? Yeah. I had lots of Irish friends, but I didn't do Irish themed things with them, whereas yeah. a lot of them did join Irish collectives or like celebrate yeah. Irish events or were really involved in like doing things around Irish holidays. And around and, the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Mm-hmm. And like I follow some people who live in New York who've like joined the GAA clubs in New York. Now I know that would never be us anyway. <laughs> especially not at my advanced age, would be afraid I'd hurt myself. (laughs) Yeah, but it was, I always have wanted to, I've always been very focused on like, what's the culture of the place you're in? You know, who are the people who are actually from here? Because it's kind of, I suppose there's that curiosity of like understanding other cultures. But that I think has then led me around to like, I'll never fully understand them. And I'm always slightly other. And I suppose that sense of belonging of like, is, is what I think I'm, I've missed all, like, I've missed out, I've missed out all these years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, but this is why I'm so good at, like, when I'm, I'm belonging already, I'm saying garage, I'm saying trash. You are, you are. But then am I, am I going to inflict on my children the same sense of not belonging? But, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably talking to myself, like, our kids have moved around too, so they haven't. Yeah. And with the last year, we've been all at home. I'd say now with, so Chance starting school this year, Bo is in, equivalent of first class so they're still very young mm-hmm. it's more Nash's going into fifth class and I think that's the one that like he's the one that if it doesn't happen soon enough like in the next three years it'll be thing, harder for him it'll be much harder I mean I think at the beginning of secondary school it's still fine like you could you know those six years are pretty formative and if you're in Ireland for that but I mean again who knows I it's my it's my dream and I just don't know if I can because I mean, you have to take into account the practicalities of like, what would we do there? You yeah. know, Don's job's very specific. My job is very specific. Yeah. It has to make are, sense. There are fewer opportunities because mm-hmm. it's a smaller country and the industry isn't as big there. So I know you asked, how would I feel if you moved home? How would you feel if you moved home and I stayed here? I mean, I'd feel guilty, right? I would feel guilty. But I also would feel like this is what we did for 20 years. Mm. And it's not like I'd be abandoning you. You're happy and you have a family and you have... You're going to have a gorgeous baby. So, but I'd miss you also because it's like flying here is incredibly inconvenient. Mm. <laughs> what if he's not? a? What if he's a cret? He won't be a cret. He'll be a cret on occasion. Oh, he be grand. Well, how would you feel? Um, I mean, I joke about it and I'm like, oh my God, i to be raging. She's not allowed to move home. I'm making a face like, I don't care. But it's not at all that I don't care. I understand that. That's something that you have always kind of talked about potentially wanting to do eventually. It would be a cruel irony. Yeah, but also, I mean, I guess I really have to remind myself, like, I came here because of you, right? Because you were here and you were like, why don't you apply? Why don't you come here for a while? But at the same time, I have to remind myself I didn't come here for you. You know you, what I mean? Yeah, you didn't come here. You didn't really come here. You came here because I was here and it was convenient. Yes, it was, yeah. It was yeah. Something to but do. that's what I mean. Like, like I'm like, if you hadn't been here, I wouldn't have come anywhere, really. Or, like, if I had come to, but I would never have come to America. But if I had come to America, I would have gone to somewhere else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, Fort Wayne would not have been. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Like, but I mean, I've been gone for 20 years and you didn't. No, of course. You know, you didn't join me. Like, so. No, so so it was just like a, a kind of a synchronicity of circumstances and like different things. Very nice. Thanks. Maybe that's what I should call my book. Yeah so I guess like I wouldn't be annoyed Like I would be devastated Do you know what I mean initially But then you'd be like And then I think I'd do do be like these... there's just another person at home That I love and I have to see when I go home But you you'd also I mean? be like I have I don't have to do her laundry I Don't have to keep doing all these errands for her I Don't have to keep doing her hair appointments She's not annoying me anymore that with all these annoying. things right The hair appointment's ridiculous <laughs> Well actually I have a hair appointment next Wednesday That I might need you to reschedule for me I Love <sighs> you but also, we'd be doing our podcast, so we'd still have these chats on a weekly basis. Sorry, but I'd also be like, I don't have access to a pool. Oh, yeah, that'd be a bother. I can't go to Target with Sister Books. Sometimes she takes me to Target and she buys me things. Because you're my little sister. I know, and I wouldn't be able to do that anymore. I'd have to come home and go to Penny's. <laughs> <laughs> Which i actually be delighted be to, to do. I'd be sending you stuff like, from Penny's. The dream. I'd also be editing Mother's parcels to you. I actually said to Mom the other day that if she was going to Penny's... And I sent her like a picture of a pair of shoes that I'd seen in a magazine. I was like, we see these in pennies, will you get them for me and Beatrice? Like, you know, get us each pair in different colours. She goes, oh, I went into pennies this morning. They didn't have those shoes. What about these ones? Monstrous. Monstrous. Not even so remotely ungrateful. the same. I know, I know. But listen, Beatrice, I'm, I saved us both. I was like, So no. ungrateful. You're a personal shopper. Uh, yeah, what can I say? It's like sending stuff back to um, Stitch Fix. What was she thinking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I used to give very stern feedback. Oh, did you? Yeah, but like I literally asked for I literally asked for floaty dresses, and you sent me jeans. <laughs> <laughs> like, what were you thinking? It's summer in Indiana. I'm roasting. I'm pregnant. Well, actually, there's another one. The weather. Oh yeah, I have not lived in Irish weather. Now Dallas was way too hot. I hated that. I like living somewhere that has the seasons, right? But does Ireland have the seasons, or no. is it just one rainy season? Well, it's roasting right this summer. It was. It's not roasting anymore, but yes. Yeah, it definitely has like a slightly sunny spring rainy season, occasionally sunny. And then it has like rainy and gray for about six months. Yeah, but would that bother me? You know what the problem is? The rain in Ireland isn't even the problem, it's the wind. Because the rain you can That's cope true. with with an umbrella. But your umbrellas get destroyed the minute you step out the door. So you have to wear like a raincoat and you just get, re- you, like you get destroyed. just means it's so windy. Do you know what I was going to say, just thinking about that petrol comment though, is that the reason everybody here is so obsessed with petrol is also because they do not use com- like public transport. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean, in the big cities, yes. But here everybody drives everywhere, everywhere. by themselves. Yeah. There is no bus route. There is no... Like there's no subway, there's no train, there's no Lewis, there's no tram. Yeah. And there's so, also not really a culture of let's go in one car. Everybody just drives individually Yeah, from practically the same housing estate. Well, that's funny because I said to Kerry the other day, who's just lives around the corner and go and works in my office and she's, she's just moved here. So she doesn't have her own car yet. And I said, when you get your car, we should carpool. Like she could pick me up. Yeah. And, or I could pick her up, you know, we take turns. Then I was like, but I'm kind of like, it's my 12 minutes of just being alone in the day. So maybe I need to keep it. And also you don't need to bother because the petrol's so cheap. Yeah, but that's not a reason to do it, right? It's more like, you can like do your bit for the environment. But, but I was thinking it was kind of, it was a weird suggestion. But I I do think that lends though to the sense of community or, you know, that everybody's very isolated. And that's what I didn't like about Dallas either, is that when we lived in Dallas, go to work, you drive to work, you drive home. You would park your car, you'd you'd arrive there, click the button, the garage would go up, you go into your house, you're in your little box, yeah, yeah. you leave. Like, unless you're, I mean, we had, ba- you know, little babies. So unless you're the member of some thing where you go and see people. But like, i go for a walk around the neighborhood, nobody's out walking. Yeah, Nobody yeah. was anywhere to be seen. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was in Dublin, I would commute. You'd see this, you'd like, like that, you'd see the same people on the bus. I remember I used to see this woman waiting for the bus every morning and we'd end up having these, like, ridiculous chats. Just this, like, older woman who who lived near me. But you do, yeah, like you get to recognize people and you know, like even as well, you know what I miss? I miss like small shops where you're like, I know the person in the vegetable shop. I know her name's Mary and like I'll chat to her and she'll tell me if the strawberries are shit. You know what I mean? Or when I say, where are these strawberries from? She'll go, do you want them or not? Which okay. was her other favorite thing. Nice. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, you do get a sense of like, we all live here and yeah, we're you all get a part sense of this. Of, yeah. You get a sense of being part of a throng of people, which like probably is not good now in COVID, but, <laughs> but I mean, there's a sense of like, you know, community being bigger than just the individual self. And I feel like there's also the context, like you look around, you go, Oh, you know, there's different people are different. There's sort of a, there's sort of a, um, an awareness that there that there are other experiences, that there are other people, that not everybody's the same, not mm. everybody goes the same place. Whereas by only living in your own bubble and like by deliberately only traveling to the friend's house or to the people who you get on with, you don't kind of have that exposure. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like in, in New York, that was part of it. Like you were exposed to a lot more cross sections of people. Whereas when you're only driving back and forth to your job and your own house and your own friends, it's very kind of insular. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think it does make you more, like it makes you more tolerant as well, which is probably something that... Well, I have noticed, I mean, I went to Atlanta for work there a couple of weeks ago. And I mean, I don't know if it's part of everybody's been used to being by themselves and having their things on their own schedule, their own way, etc. Everybody was extremely impatient, like extremely rude. Like at the at the check-in at the hotel, one woman was at the very back, nearly freaked when somebody, she thought somebody had cut through the line, which they had not, and then started screaming,
2: I need my dryer
1: <laughs> what? I know you're like okay we're all waiting for a room if you've got a room if you got if you're only missing a hairdryer you've got a room go just back go to your, to your room, room and call them yeah go back to your room and chill it you know but everybody's like lost the ability to socialize and I think that's an element also of this insularity yeah that yeah. everybody's just now living kind of very self-obsessed and I think that is also though part of the, the difference in Ireland is that like you, you said you know the cost of living is much higher but so many things that you have to pay for here yeah. are paid for there like yeah. you don't realise that you don't have the same concern about like if something bad happens You know what I was actually thinking earlier because I have this really bad pain in my ribs and I was joking about it and going oh my god maybe the baby's broken my ribs and then I was suddenly like well I can't go to hospital anyway because we're uninsured until the 1st of September I was like so I just have to suck it up for the month of August and then go like, if I yeah. did think it was broken. And that's mad. And but like, that's the mentality of, like, yeah. uh, the vast majority of Americans, right? because yeah, like, it has to be. Like, I can't afford to go yeah. and get this looked at. Because Which even just crazy. going to the ER, going to the emergency room for anything, even with insurance, is a $1,000 bill. Yeah. Uh, well, like, like my, my prenatal appointments now are something like $500 a piece. Now, I only have three or four of them in the uninsured period, and then we'll be insured again from September. But, like, it's still... Yeah, because I was talking about this with Don, I was saying, you know, in Ireland and in Europe, like you don't see such discrepancies of wealth, like you don't see so many extremely wealthy people and so yeah. many extremely, you know, poor people. But you see, everybody kind of lives in this sphere of pretty pretty similar, like there's a range, you know, but everybody kind of lives in that range. And then mm-hmm. there are a couple of people who are extremely wealthy or yeah. who inherited it or who like who started a business and were extremely successful. And they're yeah. they're the exception, you know, but they're kind of a handful of people. But in America, there's like, there's this vast gulfs of wealth and like wealth that, you know, you can, you couldn't ever achieve as somebody just with a job in Ireland. Like those salaries don't exist, you know. But I was saying to Don, but in a way, while the cost of living is higher and I'm not trying to oversimplify and I'm sure it's, I, I know it like, the cost of living is actually ridiculously high, right? But you do get so much back, you know, or at least so much, there's so much of a, there's something that you're getting back, like education, you know, sec like third level education. Yeah. Like you have these things, you don't, these massive outlays here are not part of the consideration. Yeah. There. I think, I think there's a sense in Ireland and like in a lot of European countries where they have kind of a socialized democracy that you'll be looked after to a certain extent. I mean, and, and I know some people yes. fall through the cracks. And well, and obviously people, we're seeing like how a lot of it is falling through right now, especially, you know, and like with the with housing, situation, with housing, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. But but for the main part, like the Imagine what the situation would be like here with none of those safety cushions, you know? Yeah. So much worse. So having said that, why would either of us want to stay? We should just be straight back on the boat. Uh, Not the QE2, just the boat. <laughs> to Ireland. God, what that's depressing. Why do I want to stay now? When well, when my oh, husband you're I love delighted. The weather's I nice. Am got the a weather pool. is nice, got a pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also I do like I mean, people keep telling me about how once I have the baby and I'm going out for walks with my buggy and I'm like, lol, joke's on you because as soon as it starts snowing, I'll be going nowhere. Uh, also, you love DoorDash. You can order DoorDash. anything you want. Yeah, but I had delivery at home, so that was, that was just as good. Yeah, but and you I can order, order anything. You can order Target to your door. I know, door. yeah. I, I tried to order cereal the other day and then I decided to just get up and drive the three minutes to the shop. You would have been proud of me. I am proud of you. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. The conclusion of which is, Beatrice is hoping to be home. I'm hoping to be home for several visits. I need to go to Bread 41. I mean, that's not the most important thing in the world. We're hoping to see our parents someday soon. Mm -hmm. If you're considering emigrating, I hope that, I don't know, I hope that this helped give you a perspective on what it's like to be here for a short time from me and then to be here for a long time from B, and helps you think about what you might miss and maybe what you mightn't. Yeah, we will catch you next time for another stunning episode of Not Without My Sister. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen.
0: Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. As is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie.